This is Lorraine Teresa from San Diego. She is a singer, guitarist. Um, she is heavily in blues, jazz, R&B, Latin influenced music. Um, you are an alumni from San Diego State University. Um, you are really quite popular here in San Diego and you are, yes, you definitely are. <laughs> Everybody knows you, Lorraine. Um, but you, uh, you really bring something special to the community. Um, and mm -hmm. I am so excited to have you here to talk with you. I know you've had a lot going on, um, lots of different things, musical and non-musical. But the first thing I wanna talk to you about is um, an album that you've been involved with. And so I wonder if we could just start there, if you can tell me about that project. Yes, it is the Charles McPherson Jazz Dance Suites and it, is um, available soon. Um, so you can go on Facebook, you can go, um, I'll, I'll do like a little post too, but um, it was quite an experiment, experience, experiment, <laughs> experience. Um, and it was, um, uh, so Mr. McPherson, he's um, quite the legend, I mean, he's we're, we're lucky to have him here in san diego and um <clears throat> i was uh, very honored i am very honored to be part of this project he wrote he um original music for the san diego ballet and uh, inspired by um camille who is his daughter who is a dancer um and so he um we were actually supposed to do another one, but um, a lot of these tunes um, were um, choreographed uh, by the dancers. I'm choreographed, but performed by the dancers to his original music um, with us live on stage playing it. So it was pretty interesting. Um, and, and I played guitar on um, live and, um, but on the record, I was just um, featured um, singing um, Charles McPherson, uh, Terrell Stafford's on trumpet, um, Jeb Patton and Randy Porter played piano, uh, Billy Drummond on, uh, on drums and David Wong was on bass uh, and Yotam Silversing, excellent guitarist too. So that was um, actually recorded at the very famous Rudy Van Gelder studio in New York, wow. which is where like um, all like the blue note um, the, the blue note sound came from uh, Rudy Van Gelder had like a, a special way of re recording and um, it was funny because like there's like these famous steps where um, John Coltrane's butt touched and I touched the stair steps and so I was you know very excited because he touched my butt in, <laughs> in essence <laughs> but yeah anyway um, it's a great uh, project. I'm only on a few songs or a couple of songs. Um, and uh, I suggest you buy it. Yeah. Excellent. And follow. When, when are you expecting that to come out? Um, anytime now. Um, September. It's right around the corner. So yeah. I, I, sh I should have a, have a date, but you can find it and I'll post it later. Yeah. And, okay. um, but yeah, it's really, really cool CD. And there's the studio <laughs> and all of us. And how much he loves me uh, autograph beautiful. Anyway. How exciting. yeah that's that's very exciting um 
you've got a lot of cool projects going on too. You were just telling me before we got on that um, you brought back a song that you had um, written a while ago and you're kind of pulling that together now too. Right, right. Um, I actually, my original plan was to record in the studio and um, I had messed around with certain concepts and I wrote some original music and thinking of like um, some jazz standards to cover and not so jazz standards to cover. <laughs> and of course, a lot of events kind of happened. And so the re record never happened. And so that got put on the shelf and um, a lot of personal things kind of happened. And um, I just said, whatever, okay. Now uh, the pandemic happened and um, I, realized that I, I, I need to get this out. And um, I talked to a mutual friend of ours, uh, um, amazing, amazing uh, musician and an amazing person, Bobby Cressy, oh. and for Fernando Gomez as well. Um, they, we used to play together um, at Cloak and Pedal. And, you know, I had a, like a little uh, quartet or a sextet and they would be um, part of that um, among other great musicians. And, so they they agreed to to record this thing with me. So I'm uh, really struggling with the whole logic and you know dialing in sound and interfaces and anyway, it's really frustrating. But they're really helping me. So we'll see. Look look out for that. Yeah, look out yeah. for that. Very cool. Yeah. Oh man. Well, like so many of us that I've talked to here before um, COVID hit. We were all, you know, active working singers out there doing our thing, lots of projects. And I know everybody that I've talked to said 2020 was going to be their year. They had all of these things going on. Um, what did you have going on right before this hit? Um, and then, you know, what, what was your response? And then how have you kind of, how have you settled into the routine, routine of all of this? Um, so before... Wow, that's a lot of layers. Okay, so the what before I was yeah I was gigging doing the that that thing and I was practicing with um I was kind of going through the motions right because yeah. you 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 practice for a gig I got oh I got to practice for this gig and and so you know. It, and then you have to go to work and then you have to, you know, it, it's all great. It's all fun. And I, and I, I, I kind of miss, I do miss it, of course. Um, but I kind of lost, like I said earlier, like my fervor for it, for like the music and creativity and like the passion for it. And um, then the pandemic happened and um, I stopped playing for a while and I said, okay, I got to get realistic here. Um, I can, I foresee the future um, not immediately getting back to work. I mean, it was hard enough as it was to, to be a uh, musician, yeah. uh, self-employed. And so I said, okay, I got to find a job, a real job. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not a, I, I like to teach. I have private students, but I'm, I'm, um, I, I need some health insurance. You know, this girl's yeah. getting, getting older, <laughs> but um, I, decided to go to Hollywood and try to get something like to do with music in that realm and uh, whether it be like content marketing or I don't know I was just uh, you know 
trying to do that thing and it became um, a not so nice experience. And then I moved back here and, you know, did a little bit of soul searching. I picked up my guitar and I started playing for me, like for once. And so that was really nice. And um, I'm starting to get back into my groove of like, um, get, get, get my mojo back. You know what I mean? So, um, (laughs) yeah, so I don't know. That's, that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, and I'm still teaching my, my, my private students whom I love. Um, I'm very proud of them, all of them. And, um, now I'm still on the job hunt, but I'm going into construction, which some of you who know me, I, I, I do, I I've done like part-time, uh, admin stuff not no like no jackhammers or anything but um so i'm looking to get into like the more like play with the big boys you know do like a project engineering or you know that kind of side the project management side of things so yeah so that's that so and i'm like still like finding the time to like play and like make make time for that and be creative and write and you know mm-hmm. we have to count we have to keep keep that going yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's it's been a a great time to put a different perspective on, you know, the craft of singing and playing and, you know, we obviously if if life had kept going at the pace it had um who knows, you know, how you would have continued to feel about that and I um I love talking about um you know, the other things that you're exploring career-wise. And I think that's really something we need to bring to light because I talk to so many singers and musicians out there who are talking about like, oh, you know, I think I might need to change careers because mm-hmm. I don't know what the future holds for me here. Um, and yeah, maybe, maybe you do. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of like um, depression or disappointment comes with that, but hey, yep this is a wild time. You've got to keep money coming in the door. You've got to keep your family's fed. You got to pay your bills. Yeah. Why not just explore the other possibilities in your life? Because even if you are working in a field that's um, seemingly unrelated to music, there are so many things you can draw on to bring into your music life and it can just support your music life. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, because yeah you kind of get depressed like all of us are like this and like uh, in it together you know this this um communal depression but um Mm -hmm. um i think we have to kind of remind ourselves yeah that it's not so black and white like oh i can't do music anymore i gotta do my career you know it's no you just gotta make time for it you know yeah you have to make time yeah yeah and i think it i think it makes us look at the whole music aspect of it differently. You know, yeah. we're looking at it with in, in a new light of appreciation or we're, we're really considering, you know, do I want to continue working in this vein of music as opposed to like, if, if kind of, if I'm unlimited at this point, <laughs> you know, maybe I want to go down a different road with this, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I am, I'm curious, you are, um, you're a classical guitarist. Yeah. How did you, um, how did that come to be in your life? And was that, did that come before or after singing? Um, that came before, came after. So uh, I learned, um, I've, I've always, I grew up singing, um, 
my mom's Filipino and I grew up in a Filipino household. So if you know anything about Filipinos and the parties, there's always karaoke. So like, but it was karaoke every morning. Like, you know, like you would wake up, have Pondesol and, you know, and then your alarm clock was the karaoke machine. I don't know. It was just, that was my life. So, and then you would, you know, wake up and just pass the microphone around, you know? So that was always a thing. And, um, then it wasn't until later, um, like I was, I was 15 and my uncle from the Philippines came out and my mom had played guitar when she was in high school and, um, we just had a, a guitar in the closet. So he picked it out and he just started playing, you know, Beatles and some folk songs. And he would just, you know, show me, show me how, where to put my fingers. And then I had these like magazines with like um, the lyrics and the, the, the chords. And then I, uh, the books were like, put, put your finger, the dot here, you know? And so I didn't know what I was playing, but I was just playing, you know, total clips of the heart or something. <laughs> you know, or, or whatever. Um, and, uh, I took it, I loved it so much that in college I decided to, I don't know, many, many years of college, self-discovery <laughs> business, yeah. music business. And then it became a thing that I wanted to study. Like I met Fred Benedetti mm-hmm. and he's like my hero. Um, and I am who I am today because of him in large large part um and uh yeah he inspired me and uh yeah just th- i took it seriously um and here i am i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's like it's a different um there's like a meditative thing about it um that uh that i i find um satisfies me differently from singing you know and it inform it actually informs like i i really i really tell i tell all my students to at least have some general knowledge um with an instrument whether it be piano or harmonic instrument um um because it just informs you and um i don't know makes you better Yeah, Yeah, and literally you, every single person that I have talked to um, in these interviews has said the same thing. I Mm -hmm. think, you know, it's an important thing to know. Um, So you're, uh, but you play all kinds of genres now. So you didn't necessarily um, just settle into one vein of things like how, um, what influenced you to go into jazz and other uh yeah i mean when you take when you start studying music like those are the two tracks right it's like you every you know most guitarists we start off learning you know rock you know we just we 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 don't read music (laughs) and then if you want to study it then you start learning repertoire and it's either usually jazz or classical and I studied a little bit of jazz. I wanted to get into jazz when I transferred from Grossmont to SDSU. And because um, I was really into Billie Holiday and I wanted to study actually jazz vocals. And um, there was always like this like dangling carrot, like where we might get a jazz vocal program. We might. So stick around and maybe just study jazz guitar. And it, it my brain, it was just a different part of my brain. And I, I, I didn't do too well with it, but I, I did learn a whole 
a bunch, you know, Bob Boss, who I play with all the time is, was my teacher. And, um, and so I don't know, just through the years, I just started to like, listen to jazz. And then of course, um, you know, I was married to someone that was uh, big time uh, jazz, amazing, amazing trumpet player, Gilbert Castellanos. And um, I've learned a lot from him and um, also like Latin music and all, all the different flavors of jazz, you know? Um, but I've always like had a foot in like, steeped into like rock rock and I mean even hip-hop too you know um so uh, I I yeah I I can't I I I'm actually at this time like going back and I'm like <laughs> I was like listening to like Mariah Carey the other day I was like, yeah. <laughs> on my run <laughs> like in vogue and like just learning just this is getting back to like nostalgic kind of, kind of stuff but um I don't know. I, 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 I can't like get sucked into like one, one thing. And I like hearing new, new things to Annold, um, to kind of inspire me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm always so interested to hear what, you know, what, um, you know, what are those influences and in different musicians backgrounds? I I'm a lot like you were like, I like everything. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I can't, think of a style of music that I couldn't apply in my life at some point. It's very mood oriented for me, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever it is that suits my mood. But right now I think a lot about, I have two little girls and, um, you know, they kind of like whatever you put in front of them. And, but as they get older, they're kind of adapting more and more, or they're kind of settling into more and more that they like. And I always think, Oh, I should be playing, I should be playing more jazz around the house, or I should be, I should be playing them like country classical classics or uh -huh. you know, getting them immersed in, in all of those things. But there's just so many things um, that I, you know, love that it's hard to, it's like, I think we need to have theme week or something. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's good to have variety. It's good to be well-rounded. I, I think, you know, um, I read something that, um, I know this was an article that you, that was about you quite a while ago, but you mentioned, um, you were mentioning playing and singing at the same time that you felt like you were, um, that it wasn't a completely comfortable thing for you. And that you kind of felt like you were juggling a little bit when you're yeah. doing the two of that. How is that for you now? Um, I still feel, feel that way because I mean, I know what sounds good. Like I know what I want to hear and I can't, I, I can't execute that. <laughs> uh, you know, like I can't, I can't like, you know, do like gnarly solos or anything. And, and I, and when, and it, again, it is like, it's like, wait, wait, you know, this, okay. When you're trying to sing and play, um, I think the attention goes, you know, something has to take like you know order order of operations right like but but the but the voice comes out um i think i don't know it kind of detracts from from what i want to do uh have like like when i want freedom in in improvising or interpreting so any song mm -hmm. um so i don't know i just i prefer to have somebody else accompany me but again you know i'm alone <laughs> I got I mean it's it's nice to like play in the backyard or some you know with um with Bob or someone but um but yeah I still feel the same way it's a long answer but yeah <laughs> so when you go out and um 
in times of gigging, <laughs> we're in a time mm. of gigging right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you go out, say if you're going out to play as a duo or a trio, are you playing as well or are you generally just singing or one or the other? I generally sing. I'm generally singing. Um, uh, yeah, I kind of separate the two. Like I'm like, I'm either a classical guitar player or a singer. Um, I mean, I am both, but I just kind of prefer to, to do them separately. I don't know. Um, but however, um, you know, I, I, my, my, a couple of my best friends are Claudia Gomez and Ivana Wasinski. We had a group uh, project together that we, that we did um, years ago called Best with the Coco. Go buy that album too, Best with the Coco. Yes. And uh, um, I just been getting together with them and just like in, uh, Claudia does a, um, an event in the park and everyone's social distanced and wearing masks. And it's, it was kind of refreshing. Uh, we did a little like mit, like a gig with like a loose kind of jam together. And yeah, we uh, playing, singing at the same time. It's a lot of fun, but um, yeah. Did I answer your question? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you definitely did. Uh, I was asking you about playing and singing at the same time. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, there's so many people that I have talked to going back to the whole like singers, you know, should, should be proficient, I guess, at least, mm -hmm. you know, in, in an instrument, I don't accompany myself. Um, and I'm always very impressed when I see those singers who, uh, cause you can, you can tell that, um, when you can tell when they're just at a mic, they have a certain, you know, vocal styling or you hear these nuances in their vocals, but then when they sit behind the piano or they strap the guitar on, it changes, you know, uh -huh. the feel changes a lot. And I'm always like very, very impressed with those singers where you can't really detect a lot of the change. I mean, I'm impressed with them no matter what, but you know, mm -hmm. um, but it's been interesting through the past couple of years, um, a couple of friends who wanted to improve their ability to accompany themselves, the way they push themselves to do that was booking gigs where they yeah. to play or accompany themselves solo gigs and yes. jumped right into the fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I feel like everybody should do that. Um, uh again you know it's I, it's always more fun with the band but yes mm -hmm, yeah highly recommended yeah, yeah. well i want to talk about um the jazz scene in here in in san diego mm -hmm. there's there's a great jazz community here in san diego um and you've been a big part of that and um i'm curious to know your thoughts on singers who are just kind of coming into the business, such an awkward time, you know, mm. for anybody who's really trying to, to get out there and uh, make a living at this is it, it's going to be, you know, awfully challenging, but um, ordinarily, how would you encourage um, a singer musician to kind of step into the scene? What are, what are the avenues of like uh, just working on their craft and then also, um, you know, networking, how would you advise them? Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's tough. Um, because you learn so much, like most of the experience and, and the, the learning experience comes from going to the jam session mm -hmm. and, and, and listening. Well, that's, that's the most important one is it, most important thing is listening um 
and and then actually you know sitting in and networking and and um um so now it's hard we don't really have that um so there I think it's great. A lot of, you know, people are live streaming, like Louis doing his thing, uh, which is great. Um, I think just kind of um, being, being, yeah, utilizing that, the technology that we have, like mm -hmm. for, for those live streaming situations, um, you know, the, the concerts um, and, and just interacting still with the community um, online and, um, Transcribing. I mean, you could just throw on a, a you know, a Cervon record and um, real and transcribe and 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 learn the things, the the uh, the approach and phrasing, um, the way tone, you know, how how vibrato is used, um, and and not saying like to copy that, but you you know to try to kind of like get those colors uh, in, on your palette and then being able to like learn what they are, how to use them and then going off and painting your own painting, you know? Um, so I don't know. I, it, it's hard. That's kind of a hard question to answer because, um, especially if you're trying to get into it, uh, man, you know, uh, yeah. just, uh, it is weird. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is just one of the a season where um, people just need to focus more on working on the craft rather yes. than trying to jump into the hustle so much. Because there yeah. is, oh, oh my gosh, you know, you spend your whole career hustling and and uh -huh. you know networking and um, kind of getting into that. I hate to call it a grind, but it can you know it can get right. that way for sure. But you know, taking this a rare opportune time just to like immerse yourself in um, listening and, and, you know, exploring different genres of music and uh, watching yeah. people's live streams. Learning an instrument, learning, uh, and, and not only that, but singing with the instrument and like being able to sing, you know, getting your intonation like right in the smack dab middle of the ninth, you know, on, on, a, on a minor nine chord, you know, or, and, and I mean, it takes work. You just sit down and it's, it's work, you know, it, now we have time to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or you watch Netflix or whatever you, you make those, you make those decisions, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that, that, that is a good point. Like we, we, we can work on our craft and, and we all should be. And, um, I'm actually finding, um, and to say inspired is, is, is key. Right. Um, I, I was hanging out with actually a wonderful, um, wonderful singer, uh, Shelby Bennett. Um, she's in a band called the ha have nots and uh, she was a midnight pine and, um, just a wonderful singer. And she's just like, just hanging out with her and, and networking, like what we're doing too, you know, it kind of like you're still, we're still in the loop and it, and it feeds your soul a little bit and, and pushes you. So surrounding yourself with people like that, I think is key. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a good opportunity too, where, you know, I mean, with, with the life that I was, or the pace of life I was living before all of this, you know, especially oh having God. kids. Um, oh my God. I, I don't know how you did. 
Well, I haven't had the opportunity to go out, you know, and and uh, go see other bands often as much as I would like oh. to. That's just something my husband and I love to do, but not much time. But right now, um, you know, you have this golden opportunity to watch all these musicians who are just live streaming at any given moment. You can go online and you can see these really, really great players. Um, just yeah, the other day there was like there was like three or four going on at the same time. And I had to like, I was like, this yeah. is like a festival. Like I had to like go and peek in, in this room and then I had to go in this, this other room. It was, it was great. Like Joshua yeah. White, Louis, or no, no, it was Juicebox actually. And um, yeah. And then Nathan Hubbard, people are still, I, I feel like it's, it's like a nice kick in the booty. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So it's, it's kind of nice um, that people are still working and creating and, it, and you're like, God, I got to get my stuff together. Yeah, I, I, I got to, I, you know, it helps. And it's not, it's not, not like it's like a competition thing. It's just like we're like kind of like, come on, guys, let's yes. keep it going. You know, it's, it's great. It's, I love it. I love our community so much. Mm-hmm. I, I think San Diego is very special. And I hear that a lot uh, about and not just like the jazz community, just the musicians, period. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. A lot of good people. A lot of really good people. <sighs> so good. I've loved, that's why I think I love doing this so much is, um, you know, again, going back to that pace of life, man, you get so busy that um, you, you barely have time to even reach out to anybody on social media and say hi and you know support what they're doing so this has been such a fun opportunity to like reach out to the singers that um you know that i have been able to work with in the past or that i just you know haven't had an opportunity to catch up with um much so it's it's fun i think we're you're doing amazing i can't believe like you're doing a lot this is great you're 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 like in you know you're you're doing this i want to say podcast but this live streaming um and connecting and uh, inspiring me and other singers. So um, thank you. Well, my pleasure. I mean, it's definitely keep giving me, you know, a fun creative out um, outlet. And I, and I really love to hear, you know, what other people are doing, whether that's being innovative with music or just, um, you know, for real, what are you doing in your life? Are you taking a break from things? Are you kind of taking this time to just, you know, reflect on your life or pay attention to other things. There just, there is no right way of doing pandemic response. I don't think it's a roller coaster. And some days are, that's exactly all of the above. Like some days you don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. You don't want to do anything. And then, and then you feel like you're just in a dark hole, you know, and then the next day, and then there's always the next day. Yeah. You just have to kind of keep be optimistic yeah and it's important to know that i think we're all feeling that way there yes. are days when we've got the energy to like pour into something and i have plenty of days where you know i don't want to get dressed i want to like sit on the couch with the kids and you know yeah. do nothing and and i don't think there's you know anything wrong with that at all but but it is um sometimes comforting to know not that I want anybody to feel sad, but, but we are all in this space where yeah. you know, we've had a lot of disappointment this year and, and a lot of change of pace in life. And um, just know that, you know, everybody's feeling this way. There's going to be 
good days. There's gonna yeah. Be- I mean, I think, uh, uh, I don't know about you, but have you been, well, have you been connecting a little bit more with your friends and um, I don't know, your, you know, your family, of course, but I feel like um, um, I'm, I'm more, more appreciative of their time. And I'm like a little bit more, I, I, I want to tell my friends how much I appreciate and how much, how much I love them, my family, how much I love them more so than I did before the pandemic, you know? Absolutely. I, I have always been a very um, introverted person. You know, I think the, the only time that I really (laughs) exude an outgoing thing is on stage, but anytime off stage, um, you know, I'm kind of pretty much to myself. And so, you know, being quarantined at home is, is really not such a negative for me. I kind of enjoy it. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It does make me look at my relationships um, so differently. I'm way, way more motivated to stay connected to everybody because I, it, it makes me fear that our, you know, the relationships are going to die on the vine, you know, if you're not nurturing them. And then um, just before you and I got on, um, I was on uh, a Zoom call with the uh, entire band. Yeah, as their faces, you know, pop up one by one onto the Zoom call, I'm just like, it, you know, it just hits me right in the heart and and it reminds me, you know, how much I just enjoyed seeing them um, all the time and how much I'm missing that. And, you know, and I think on the home front, you know, uh, being a mom and spending so much time with your kids, um, you know, if, if I'm being totally real, I mean, it's, it's tough, you know, to be with your kids 24 seven, especially when that wasn't, um, the normal pace of life. But what I'm finding though, is that, you know, we're, we're getting this opportunity to be completely real as a family, you know, my kids get to see exactly, you know, who I am and we're, we're learning to cope with our good stuff and our bad stuff. And- oh, that's me every day in the mirror. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing all the sides of me now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yeah. No, but I agree with you. I think it yeah. is one of those times where it's important for us to stay connected. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's key and inspired, connected, inspired. Definitely. Definitely. You told me that you were um, starting to kind of level up your uh, logic game and getting involved in, you know, (laughs) Uh, I took a class, like one of those LinkedIn classes um and i feel like i forgot everything like when you're actually like trying to play with everything um i the other day i was trying to record just like a little demo um to to give to fernando and i was like like on the verge of tears because like nothing was going right like there's buzzing and just like i forgot all the stuff that i learned on this class which was like a 20 hour thing experience i'm like i should know how to use this better but um i don't know if it's just me or what's going on but um it's i was really frustrated and then i started like second guessing my tune i was like god this sounds horrible you know maybe i should like rearrange it like it needs a better it needs a better bridge or like something like that and and 
I was like, I got to stop. I got to stop. And I did. And then I called, I texted, um, I texted Fernando and Bobby and I, you know, and so they made me feel better, but you know, it's frustrating because that's our reality now. Like how, how we're trying to get music out that technology thing barrier. Um, I, you know, it's, it's tough. It's, it's really, really tough. It's very complicated. And, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, we all have to like kind of figure out how to navigate through, through that. Yeah. It is, I really think that the handling the software on this stuff, it is really use it or lose it type knowledge. You know, uh-huh. so if you're not in it every day and you're not, you know, turning knobs and going in and out of the different screens, it's hard to remember any of it. I, I, I recorded yeah. something morning I could not get sound to my headphones I Ah. I turned every knob that I knew to turn and flick every switch and and yeah you know eventually I figured it out but it does good sometimes something that should seemingly be so easy and basic just turns into like an hour-long struggle fest but I definitely feel like my age like when I'm like how do you do this and you know like even with my iphone (laughs) (laughs) you know oh boy yeah so are you fully equipped at home to record I'm not fully equipped I mean I have this guy and I'm like trying to learn how to you know the interface I have logic pro um and final cut pro and I got all those things and I but I'm still using like you know I don't have a proper mic I just have like my performing mic and I'm just making use of what I have and um, eventually maybe I'll invest like when I get a job, a real, a real job member, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll invest in some other stuff, but I mean, for now you just gotta, you, you just have to use what you got, even if it's like your iPhone. Um, sometimes I just feel like I just should, should use that. Cause I can't, I, I, it's so hard to do this or like, you know, ask a friend to help me. I think that's key too. Um, yes. That is, that's really great. Yeah. Advice. That's something people should remember too, especially if, Reach if out. the technology thing, if it is not your bag, but you're trying the best that you can start with what you have. Yes. I mean, iPhones are incredible devices now and yeah. you, can some, you know, you can generate some great things, but, but the point about reaching out and asking questions is I think ordinarily I just would feel too, I don't know, ego or whatever. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Right. Like I could do it myself. I don't want to bother anybody like, or yeah. Yeah. But you're yeah. right. People want to help you, especially people who are really well-versed in technology. Um, yeah. They're always eager to, you know, share their knowledge and expertise of these things. So, you know, don't let, don't let those minor things um, hang you up so bad that it, you know, no. Yeah, exactly. Creating. Yeah. Or you're like, I'm trying to learn guitar, Lorraine. What's this chord? Yeah. Give me a text or like, how do you do this? You know, um, reach out. Have you tried in teaching um, online at all? Uh, yeah, I do a couple of zoom things for private. I have only just like a handful, um, which is fine for now. Um, but my, but my, you know, I, I used to have a lot more students and so, you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't like it so much. I mean, I don't think any of us do because we, we have to learn how to, I, I was listening to you and Veronica May and I think she likes it. Right. So that was an interesting 
um, point of view, but I can't, we can't do things in real time. Like I'd like to that, you know, real time and that connection and, and accompanying or singing or like, like inter the interplay of like maybe scatting together, like, you know, um, that's gone. It's, it's really hard. I mean, you have to, we have to adapt and we have to figure out ways in, you know, to make it, I guess the next, you know, the closest thing to, <laughs> to having that real time interaction. I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. It How about you? Are you? I, um, I've done pretty well with it. I mean, I definitely agree that there, that you do, you lose some aspects of it. Um, but then you gain other, other things from it. The, the latency issue is definitely, uh, I think it's so problematic that it is something that the market will absolutely demand a solution for. And mm -hmm. I'm seeing more and more evidence of that all the time. In fact, on Thursday, I'm going to have my good friend Eden Castile on the show. I'm going to be interviewing her. She is from the East Coast, um, a wonderful um, vocal coach out there. She's a jazz pianist and singer. And she has been doing all of this experimentation with some other musicians on the East Coast using these low latency platforms like um, Soundjack and oh, Jam. I don't know if you've heard of these or not, but no, I'll have to tune in. Yeah. Yeah. When you, um, you get, you know, in your separate locations and um, the interfaces are, are fairly simple. It's just a matter of kind of getting things like you need to go direct, uh, you need to plug in direct to your router so that you're getting a stronger signal. And then right. there's other, um, there's other adjustments. You have to really get tuned in. So you've got to be working with somebody who wants to get, uh, wants to pull this together. So for instance, I wouldn't recommend doing it with um, a kid, you know, that right. just right. wants to have their lesson. You know? Right, right. So I think there's interesting things on the horizon that are going to that look promising, but yeah, it's all, it's uh, well, another thing too, I think, um, as far as like having to teach differently, it's, it's, you said like, look at the, like the, the good parts, I think, um, it's, I'm, I'm actually demanding more for my students. Like, it's like, I, I, I can't hold their hand as much. So they have to like, you know, like, well, you're going to have to play piano, you're going to have to, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's, I, the, I real like certain devices that you can use, but um, yeah, they have to, they have to like, basically it's like be a little bit more self-disciplined. So it's, that part's cool, I guess. Yeah, they definitely do. I know trying to do like vocal warmups and even <sighs> yeah. I do it call and response style. Yep. And uh, it's, it's just depending upon the skill level of the singer, even doing just five note scale call and response can be really tough. So you do have that advantage of uh, kind of really training some ears yeah. <laughs> a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, we will definitely see what happens. But um, what do you have coming up that um, I could direct everybody towards to check you out? Or where where would you like people to go to hear your music and see? Oh, <sighs> I'm horrible with like my, my website. It's, I think it's, I like started working on it and I kind of gave up and um, I think the best way is just to stay in touch via Facebook, 
or Instagram. Um, it's, you know, sometimes I'll get like, I'll like take a break, like a long break from Facebook and then I'll be back on, you know, I think that's healthy because like yeah. <laughs> being caught up in, you know, the threads and, um, it gets, you, there's like studies that it does cause depression, right. You know? So I, I have to like, you know, a little bit at a time. Um, but yeah, I think as far as what's going on musically, like I'll post a video or something, but I think with this next tune, I'll, I'll promote it, um, via Facebook and Instagram. I think that's, that's the best possible way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Have you done any live streaming yet or do you plan to? Um, no, I, I know, but I mean, it seems like it could be like a really cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Maybe. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I so, so appreciate you coming on and talking with me tonight, taking the time. It's good to see your face. I haven't seen your face in a long time. I know. But um, I'm glad to see that you're doing so well. I'm excited to uh, listen to